Welcome to Solo Cleaning School. Are you ready to reshape your mindset and grow your solo cleaning business? Step into today's class with your guide, Ken Carfagno, so you can win for your family. Welcome to Solo Cleaning School. Happy New Year. Happy New Decade. It's 2020. I can't think of a better way to start off a brand new decade than to start with our why and to kick off a four-part series on goal setting. I have a lot of experience with setting and accomplishing SMART goals. We're going to dig into what SMART goals are, what accountability means. But before we get into that, we need to start with our why. I've got a book recommendation here. Got some homework for you in this four-part series. So we'll be doing these, and in between, I'll be giving updates on my solo cleaning business this month. So here it is, January 2nd, 2020. It's unbelievable that this happened so fast. To me, it was 2010, just a blink ago. It is astonishing how fast time goes. And so let's start this year with some style. Let's start off with a funny papers edition from a good friend of mine, Mr. Josh Milton. I want you guys to know that I do my best to make sure that the funny papers stories do somehow apply to the lesson being taught in the podcast episode. So this one is a bit of a stretch. It's the result of when you don't do goals. If you don't have a why, you don't chase your goals, you're not in accountability, you're going to end up going downhill and your business is going to die. That's the only connection that I could make to the podcast episode of what is your why. So let's just go with it, okay? Just come with me on this story. It's pretty funny. I think it's pretty funny. I got this message from Josh. Now, Josh Melton, he owns a very successful commercial cleaning company. And he's also building out a platform and he's helping people to develop six-figure commercial cleaning companies. So I'll make sure to link him in the show notes. He's a good friend of mine and he is very good at what he does. Definitely make sure to recommend his stuff. But Here's a story to me. He says, Ken, I see dead people. You thought that line was only used by that kid in the Sixth Sense movie. Nope. Josh had a client way, way back in the early days of his business that he too saw dead people. And these weren't people that didn't complete their goals. These were like actual dead people. And he saw them in something called a funeral home. So they should be there. I guess if the business is going well, there would be dead people in there. So could you imagine cleaning by yourself after dark in a large, rickety old funeral home? I shared a story how I cleaned late night in a church, and it was kind of creepy. Imagine doing that in a funeral home late at night, especially middle of the winter. It's cold. Oh, that could be creepy. Now imagine the funeral home director casually mentioning, Hey, Josh, there's a lady in room seven. Josh never had a chance. He thought it was doable until he got there. So back up, what does this mean? Josh knew he was going to be cleaning this funeral home. And when the funeral director says there's a lady in room seven, it wasn't an alive lady in seven. Josh knew this and he thought he could handle it. And so here's what he did. He's at the place. He's about to go in room seven. Bring. He calls his wife, honey, I need you here while I clean. I just can't do this. Then Josh went outside until she arrived. The two of them went in together. Josh cleaned the entire place except for room seven. (laughs) 
<laughs> then when he entered into room seven, Josh literally broke every rule in his cleaning system to avoid eye contact with the lady. Do you ever feel like someone was watching you? Remember that Steve Hansen story of the homeless person and the vents above? Well, this person may have been watching Josh clean, but from the afterlife. <laughs> So were you able to derive any correlation between I see dead people and what is your why? Well, let's do the episode now and teach the lesson on what is your why. Then see if you can see that correlation. See, I can see it plain as day. Walking in room seven and not seeing that dead person, but she was there. That dead person represents a business without goals. How about that for an intro? Let's kick off goal setting four-part series. This is part one, and we're going to talk about the most important part of setting goals. It is your why. It is the reason that you do it. It is like the pilot light in your gas oven. For those that have electric ovens, fine, you don't have a pilot light, but there are gas appliances, and they're designed to have a pilot light inside of them. Do you know why and what a pilot light is? Well, you've got to keep the fire going so that when you turn the gas on, it'll work. If the gas is just flowing, but there's no spark, you won't be able to light it, and you'll have no flame. The flame is what cooks the food. Think of the flame as you doing your goals, or as you being fired up and inspired and self-motivated. But where does that start? You either have to have an oven that you take a match every time you turn the gas on and you hold the match over the gas outlet. That would not be wise because you don't know if that's going to blow up something. But that match would be the equivalent of having an outside influence, kind of like someone else motivating you to do what you need to be doing. And so if someone else is holding a match up to you or if you're holding a match up to that oven and turning it on, well, that's going to create the fire, but it's someone else doing it. It's an outside source. Let's talk about the pilot light. The design of the oven is to have this permanently lit, always on. There's a little bitty flame burrowed beneath the surface. It's a spark. And think of it like a spark inside the human soul. Something that can't be taken away from you, but it does need to be fanned. You do, you do have to turn on the gas to turn that little bitty pilot light flame into a full flame to cook something on. So if you want to cook some goals and get things going, you need to have the pilot light lit and you need to have a way to fan it yourself. Turn that gas on yourself. So that pilot light versus the match is inspiration, which is from within versus motivation, which is from outside. And I want to stress to you the importance of starting off a process in 2020, a process where you're going to start setting goals every single month that are smart, specific, measurable, achievable, slash attainable, relevant, and time-bound. You want to have smart goals that will help you achieve month to month to month to month by the end of the year, a big, hairy, audacious goal, BHAG for 2020. Can you get a 2020 vision and break that vision into smaller components? These are going to be part of the next couple lessons we have on setting goals. But prior to that, let's dig more into this idea of the why. The why is the most important part of the whole process. You've 
got to have a dream, a big, hairy, audacious goal, a why, all the same thing, a vision. Because these things, they go inside of your soul. You think about them. You feel them. You dream build. You get around the things that you want so badly that you can taste, touch them, smell them, feel them. Example, if you want to go to the Caribbean and you want to be on a beach, get some pictures of the Caribbean and get some sand and put on your desk and get the smell of the ocean, the sound of the ocean, the sound of the those, you know, tropical bongos and music playing. You get the feeling and the and the five senses engaged with your why. And when you do, you will feel it more. You'll get more excited because you'll be quenching the, the part of your soul that needs to be. And you're going to be fueling it, right? And growing this inspiration, this pilot light into a real flame. So that's all a lot of intangible stuff. And it can be very difficult to figure out what your why is and what is that one or two or three items or things that you've stuffed down so deep that you will reimagine them to get yourself fired up again. You might have trouble doing that. So I'm going to give you an example. I'm going to give you a tool and I'm going to give you a resource, a book. And so I'll just share what those things are now. The the tool, I call it the five whys. It's not my tool. I learned this when I was at a conference this past year. It's a great exercise. The five whys. Some do the seven whys. You can do the nine whys, but the five whys is usually good enough. And then the book is Simon Sinek's Start With Why. He talks about the golden circle in this book, and it's such a wonderful illustration of how companies can utilize an internal why statement to fuel the how of the company, which fuels the what of the company. And it's quite a remarkable book. And if individuals would adopt the golden circle, they could achieve so much more. Because if you are motivated by what you want, you will accomplish some things. If you are motivated by how you want things, you will be motivated a little bit more. But if you are motivated by why you want things, the how and the what are downstream of that. And you will just, you will be so much more excited to get it done. And you will get it done at such a higher rate. And I have proof statistics in the next episode, next part two of the goal setting series to show you this. All right, let's dig into this five whys tool. All right, so I was asked by Courtney Wisely of Rescue My Maid Service to attend her most recent retreat. She had eight cleaning owners there, cleaning company owners, all women, and I was broadcast in through the Zoom platform on a TV screen in the living room of this Airbnb they rented, and they were all excited. Courtney was teaching them and helping them automate their businesses, doing a fantastic job, and I came on to talk about goal setting, and I did all four parts of this podcast series in one training, and so I'm just going to touch on this one little area that really resonated, and I'm not going to share this person's name. We're just going to call her Jennifer, and I did an example of what the five whys is and how it works. And so I asked a question. I said, okay, Jennifer, so why are you here this weekend at this retreat? Oh, well, I wanted to automate my business and get my systems in place. Here's what I'm thinking. That's a great answer. Great answer, Jennifer. That's exactly right. That is that is why you want to be here. That's why number one. And so my answer to her was, my next question to her was, awesome. So why do you want to get systems in place? Oh, okay. Yeah. So I want to be able to automate my business and get to go back to Mexico for four months of the year. Whoa. I'm thinking it just went from business to Mexico and some kind of thing with family. So what just happened here? It's like the onion peeled back a layer. I asked the why question two times. I said, 
awesome, Jennifer, but why do you want to automate your business and go back to Mexico for four months of the year? Now she had some more trouble answering this. Well, uh, really, to have my business fully run so that I can go back to Mexico and start a family. Whoa, it just got deeper. She doesn't want to just go to Mexico for four months of the year. She wants to go back to Mexico to start a family. So heritage-wise, her she is from Mexico, and she's here in the States, and she wants to go back. Wow. I said, awesome. Why? <laughs> of course. I've now asked her three times. That's the fourth why. And now she's really really having to struggle. I've peeled the onion back a few layers and she's getting uncomfortable. And the other ladies in the room were encouraging her, Jennifer, you can do this. And one even said, well, our first marriage didn't go so well. I was like, whoa, is that too much information? And then Jennifer said, no, no, these girls are all my family now. As Courtney does inspire quite an environment of family and of vulnerability they can share. And she said, well, that's really why. My first marriage didn't go so well and I wanted to start a family with him and it didn't work out. So I want to start all over again and be a mom. So now I've asked the question why four different times. And we went from she's at this retreat because she wants to have systems in her business to she wants to be a mom. If I asked her why the first time and she says, I want to be a mom, it wouldn't make any sense. But now I'm peeling back this onion. You can start to see at the very inner part of her soul, she has something that she's holding on to that she's protecting and that she's not sharing too, too many people, but it's keeping her motivated for her to invest the kind of money she invested to be at this retreat. And I just asked her, that's incredible what you just shared, Jennifer, thank you. Why? Why? Either didn't your marriage work or why do you want to start again and be a mom? And she just answered from the heart and I could see the other ladies in the room tearing up a bit. I just always wanted to be a mom and raise a family and to travel with my family. And so there it is. She said something earlier in, in the second why that she went to go back to Mexico for four months to seemingly travel. But then I dug back deeper. She wants to be a mom. And then when I get to the inner layer of this onion, Jennifer's why onion, she wants to be a mom, start a family, and she wants to travel. Who doesn't want that? Which young lady out there doesn't want to be a mom, right? And there's so many people listening to this podcast. You are moms listening to this show. And you probably can relate to that. And that's why you're doing a solo cleaning business. So in this person's business, Jennifer, she's growing a business with employees. And so she needs systems to be able to, be able to get away and build a company that she you can walk away from. So let's turn this now back to you, the solo cleaner. What is it that you want? Why are you solo cleaning? Or why are you thinking about starting a solo cleaning business? If you said, because I love to clean, I love to help other people. That's great. I would say, why? Oh, well, helping people is a just a core part of my being. And I also want to make some money so I don't have to, okay, let's dig on that. Great. Why do you want to make some extra money? Oh, well, you know, I've really been struggling. My husband's not making enough money and I'm just trying to help out. Great. Awesome. Why do you want to help out? Well, my husband's in stress and we want to have a third child and we just can't. Boom. Why do you want to have a third child? Why is your husband so stressed? Well, he's worried about his losing his job. And, you know, if we had one more child, we could stop the growth of our family of three. We've always wanted to have three. So I just did an example there. I don't know. Maybe that one is one of your stories. But in this example, I just did the five whys for Jennifer, who is a team cleaner scaling with automation. I'm not saying this that solo cleaners don't need automation because you certainly will need some to be able to run an effective and efficient business. But in this other example, what if that's you? Or what what other things are you holding on to so deeply that you really, really want? In the case of the husband's scared about losing his job and they need some money and they want to have a third child and it's something they want so badly, but they don't know the how, they don't know the what. And because they that they have that why so strong, they're looking around. They're looking. Opportunity one, no. 
Opportunity two, no. Opportunity three, no. These different opportunities come into their path and suddenly a solo cleaning business. They see it. They learn from this guy, Ken, who is making $50,000 a year plus two days a week cleaning by himself, no employees. That sounds great. I could work part-time and make 50000 and that would free up so much stress. Like if you, uh, gosh, husband, if you wouldn't have to have the stress you do because that would supplement our income to such a level that we wouldn't even need you to be so stressed that maybe you can get a different job. Maybe you could build the business with me. It just opens up doors. The how opens up and then the what opens up. Going back to Simon Sinek's golden circle. So I want to close down this first episode of goal setting one. What is your why? And I want you guys to think of that analogy of the pilot light. What is inspiring you? Think of the analogy of the onion. When people ask you what is your why don't tell them the outside layer for you to really connect with someone and for someone down the road as you learn this more to hold you accountable they need to know what your inner why is light your own pilot light by having a big dream a big why and that'll put you in a mindset of i need to get this done how do i get this done and this will bring us into part two of this goal setting series and the second one's going to be called why set goals that pilot light will light your inner soul to set you on fire don't you want to be on fire let's figure out your five whys go read the book simon sinek start with why learn the golden circle if you want to get the link to it feel free to go check out my resources page on smartcleaningbiz.com and let's get ready to set some goals and happy new year Thank you for listening to Solo Cleaning School. Class is dismissed.